Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of the Creative and Balance Podcast. Like always, I am your host, Sean Siriani, and we got a great one for you. Today I am joined with the GOATs, John Orpheus and Sarah Jane Riggler. They're two-thirds of a trio, make incredible hype music. And I call it hype music because I don't think you can really put it in a genre From hearing this interview, you're going to hear all these different influences that create the John Orpheus experience, both in your ears and as a live show. And uh, what I think is super cool about these people is beyond making the music, they're all about making communities. You're going to hear about the House of Orpheus. I'm super intrigued. I'm going to check this out. I'm going to check out one of their open mics. It's been a long time since I've done comedy. Seems like the perfect place to wipe some dust off and just meet some awesome people. So one thing I love about this interview is, you know the term, the GOAT. After you hear them speak about calling yourself the GOAT, you're going to realize it means more than the greatest of all time. There is many, many layers and a deepness to exactly what that means. And also joining me on this episode is Alyssa Santiago. She's part of the Girth Radio Podcast Network. Also, all of us other hosts known her as Hashtag Girth Mom. Studio mom, she's always taking care of us, whether it's social media, scheduling, or just getting us comfy in our environment and making sure we good. Yeah, and she was kicking around this night, so I thought it'd be great if she joined us, add to the vibe. And uh, yeah, you should check out her show on girthradio.com, click on Sweat and Salt, recommend a couple episodes ago, she did one with... um, Some film directors from Germany, they did a documentary on BDSM culture, and yeah, it's a spicy one. (laughs) And like always, I want to thank our sponsor, the Pacific Junction Hotel. It is the bar that is attached to the Girth Radio Studio. You guys are always taking care of me. And with that all being said, we're going to get right into it. John Orpheus, Sarah Jane Riggler, Goat Life coming at you right now. Baka now. Pacific Junction Hotel, Girth Radio. Uh-huh. I'm going to jump into this right now. This is awesome because yeah. this show is a different vibe than the usual. Like uh, the last handful, it's just been one-on-one, very somber conversations. We got a full house. That. Today's a party. We got Coronas. <laughs> we, we are very somber and, and austere, soft-spoken and quite... Delicate, so be easy with us. Yeah, yeah. So uh, let's go around the table. Let's uh, introduce ourselves. Yo, I am John Orpheus, original Goatman from Trinidad. Mm. And, um, 
that's it. That I'm done. That's, that's pretty much everything. That's yeah. <laughs> so my name is Sarah Jane Wrigler. I am uh, the partner in crime of this lovely man over here. Uh, I'm a drummer and percussionist and a DJ primarily. Boom. Hi, I'm Alyssa. I'm also a host on Girth Radio. I'm just kind of crashing in on Sean's podcast. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, who are you? I am Sean Siriani. Uh, if you listen to the show, you know me. You're sick of me, but uh, <laughs> hopefully you love me because that's why you're back. But uh, yes, Goat Life is out goat now. Life. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So tell me a bit about Goat Life. Yo, it's that Goat Life. <laughs> Period. And full stop. And episode. Yeah, it's like I mean, Goat Life is a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I feel like. I mean, number one, it's like the fourth of four mixtapes that we've been we've done in a very compressed period of time, mm-hmm. and we went we we embarked upon this project um, to do sort of basically we just wanted to focus on creating, and you know it's kind of like a bunch of reasons. Number one, everybody's so into social media and promoting, like, and a lot of musicians are way better at that than they are at music. So we didn't want to be those people no. because there's so much noise. Yeah. Yeah, the only yeah. way to cut through is to really be good at the craft and and be authentic with your voice. And to get to that, you gotta you gotta figure it out. You gotta do the work. So we were like, okay, we're gonna write, record, and release a mixtape every three months. Nice. And, I was gonna ask too because yeah. I'm like, I. Uh, I got sent Goat Life, listened to it, loved it. I'm like, okay, I'm going to look back in your catalog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I noticed on Spotify, it's like, oh, 2018. I'm like, oh, like, oh, yesterday. Yeah. It's like another EP. Yeah, like because <laughs> when we originally did it, we didn't put it out to streaming. We kind of yeah, yeah. had it in just certain select places. Mm-hmm. And for it was kind of an underground thing. Like, we yeah. would just give it to people who signed up for our mailing list. And we just did one after another, and one was very trap, the other was very Caribbean, the other was very African, and Goat Life is the the kind of pinnacle of all of those together. Cool, cool. Mm-hmm. And so that's what that is, and and the Goat Life thing is is two things. I mean, one is about living your best life all the time, like you know, Goat, the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. Who's the Goat? Yeah, is yeah. it LeBron? Is it Michael <laughs> Jordan? <laughs> is it Michael Jackson? Is it Prince? <laughs> you know, and so it's about living living that life all the time which is something we try to espouse mm-hmm. but then it's really like we really like goats <laughs> yeah yeah and i noticed <laughs> Who from the adorable scenes in your like music video yeah. I, I like i don't know how to dance but i wanted to be in that video yeah, it's it's like holding the goat, goat and, yeah. they're like they're like puppies like yeah. they pretty much that you can cuddle them they're pretty docile yeah, yeah. they kind of do their own thing they're fun they're in the moment and they're they're just never afraid to just they're be a goat. Fearless, like they're I, fearless. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like I had a little bit of experiences with goats. So I mean, he grew up in Trinidad and actually raised. I goats. have my own goat. So like when I was a kid, there was like that's your goat. He's oh, a dope. professional <laughs> goat yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. And for me, um, I spent a little time living in Ghana and West Africa, so I had my own goat encounters there. But I hadn't quite spent the quality time until we filmed this video for Parachute that we uh, launched a couple weeks back. So we did goat yoga. So we've always known this last mixtape would be goat life. Which which is like it just makes for hilarious promo it's just like it makes it just so much more fun the mm. tone of everything yeah yeah even though like the actual mixtape itself there's some very serious 
topics and some even dark, almost Jesus like yeah, moods. There's a lot of fun too. But we knew we were we had to do something outrageous. So like a year ago, Goat Yoga was like this viral video on social media, and he sent it yeah. to me, and we just knew we had to do Goat Yoga. It was, and it was the kind of thing was it was like the yoga isn't that great, but you spend <laughs> yeah. so much time laughing because the yeah, goats yeah. are like. Well, you the goats are climbing people, so chewing fearless. people. Yeah, it was so comedic. Like it was it, so hilarious. You laugh so much. It was therapeutic. So that was the whole thing about about the goats. And so, yeah, we was just like we was just like that's you know the biggest thing is like our community, our House Orpheus community, which is like a collection of like people that are from and into Pan African culture. So like the hip hop and the dance hall, soca. You know, all the, the African music, mm -hmm. Afro House, yeah. Afro House, Guam, Kwaito, and they're all either they're born somewhere else and came here, or they're, they're second generation um, Canadians, and they, you know, people, places don't cater to them, and so we all get together within, uh, and, and we just be ourselves. And the whole idea of House Orpheus was a place where all those people could come and just be themselves, and the goat. Nobody is themselves more than a goat. They don't give. Yeah, yeah, they don't fuck. give a yeah. fuck. What, yeah, what I was saying. So, like, I had a we really swear, wait, Am wait, I wait, allowed wait. to? We can swear in this bitch. You can swear. say whatever oh. the fuck you want, Johnny. Shit. <laughs> Things just got turned up a level. Yeah, but when we were filming, it's like, I just seen his shoulders relax. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, <laughs> Corona. Corona. I need a cognac. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> This is just the intro. But the thing is, like, I had never really encountered the fearlessness of goats until we were shooting those scenes. Because, like, even dogs. Like, dogs are pretty fearless, but they'll at least pause and they'll sniff you and they'll, like, kind of introduce themselves. Mm -hmm. Goats don't give a fuck. There's no introduction. They're just like, I need to eat something somewhere on your body. So they just, like, come up to you, beeline it. No introduction and just start eating your clothes, yeah, your hair, yeah. anything. anything. Just like, fearless. They don't give yeah. a They're animal. like, what is that? Can I eat it? Oh, my. Okay, no. nah. Yeah. Option B, C, D. Now, they didn't this? keep Can going. I eat that? <laughs> that's like their goat. That's just what they do. That's the goat life. I, I learned that recently. I, uh, a couple years ago, I went to this cottage and it was uh, called, actually called Goat Island. Ooh, and it what? was like way up north. I forget where it was by. Like, I just got in a car. We went there where they like, where you get. My friends were like, we got this cottage and there's just goats everywhere. We're like, okay, this is going to be awesome. So apparently the reasoning for the goats being there is they're like in this one area on the island where you rent the cottage huh. and they eat all the grass and make a helipad in case like there's an emergency. <laughs> <laughs> so like, so they have the goats there to create the helipad. Yeah, yeah, they're working and they don't even know. But, uh, <laughs> but so we, we jump on... Uh, on like a, a little boat to get there and the person who like owned the cottage was just like yeah you can feed them anything just yeah, don't yeah. give them like uh anything radioactive or plastic bags yeah, or whatever yeah. but like all your compost or whatever just go out and give it to the goats and like yeah, yeah it was incredible like, yeah, that <laughs> is true wow the yeah. mystical island of goats Yo, we gotta island. take a vacay there yeah i'm gonna figure out where that is you gotta yeah. find this out we <laughs> just relocate entirely there yeah, yeah, just yeah. move there <laughs> yeah yeah and um john from going to your youtube channel too like i noticed comedy is a big part of your life too with stand-up what what yeah. No, yeah, no yeah no i'd be getting down we do a little thing no i'm like i mean uh, yeah yeah that i did i did um I, unfortunately i don't have a lot of time to do comedy but i mm -hmm. love it and a lot of my crew 
is uh, is some stand-up peoples and our event, Speak Your Truth, which is like, we have a bunch of events. Speak Your Truth is like the open mic event, but it's like any spo- any word speaking. So cool, poetry, cool. spoke a word, singing, MCs, comedy. And so like, that's the only place I, I get to, to exercise that demon sometimes. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's like, for sure. I mean, we all like to laugh, right? Yeah, it's wicked. I, uh, yeah. I, was, I was actually dying, like, watching your absolute set, too. And, uh, <laughs> the, the, the one angle you took where you just felt uh, like you weren't being black enough. It's true. <laughs> it's true. It's like, it's like the... the it's like being a black person in Canada is weird because mo- there aren't a lot of black people, especially when you go out of Toronto and, yeah, yeah. and the major centers. So everyone's information about what black is comes from TV, movies, rap videos, hip hop records, that kind of thing. And so then you meet them and they've been practicing their blackness for like ever from all of that stuff. And yeah, so yeah. they're actually way better at that shit than I am. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, then I feel like I'm not black enough and they get really disappointed, right? They mm-hmm. see you and and you're not acting like young thug and they're like, oh fuck, like are you even black? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I'm not gonna give away all the jokes, but I recommend yeah. people watching it. It's yeah, so it's fucking it's funny. Time. And what's, What's funny is like, so I watched that and I heard like your little spiel with that. Then the next video I clicked on is called, uh, where did I write it? Oh, I didn't write it down. It was um, the first track off, maybe your last EP, with the, the Ting song. The yeah, Ting song. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, this guy's just saying he's not black. No, it's a beautiful yin yang you got going on. <laughs> I'm getting better at being black. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the evolution. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was, that's beautiful, yeah. though. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's an important thing because I feel like in Canada we have like a lot of immigrants immigrants and people from different places and even mm-hmm. if you're from here you got to kind of find what's your where do you fit into the story mm-hmm. right and a lot of us you know when we're younger especially we just pretend right we just yeah, yeah. play act at things and so you know i guess poking fun at is my way to just say you know be yourself yeah super fun yeah and how did you two meet each other funny story of course well, I'll kick it off. I was minding my own business one night <laughs> nope, at, never, <laughs> at, the never ca- at the Cameron House at oh, okay. Queen and Spadina. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, so I'm a drummer and percussionist, as mentioned, um, and I was playing at that time with a couple different indie bands. So I was playing with my like kind of folk alt-country Canadian cool, kind of cool. band at the Cameron House. And what's, was, what's the band name? Uh, Oxford Blue. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, yeah. yeah. played with them for about three years. They're still going. They're fantastic. Um, so we were just Saturday night playing in the front room packed house then this gentleman just strolls in i'll allow him to take the story from here not gentle or a man but <laughs> <laughs> nice try yeah i was uh, you know in a cameron house it gets so full you can't yeah. get your beer yeah, or yeah. see the stage you're just stuck in that no man's land <laughs> so i was like getting fed up but i was listening to the music as it was going because i always listen to the band and so and i was just hearing the drummer i'm like wow this drummer's really good I'm not going to get a beer. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go see what's going on. So I abandoned the beer and I went and looked and it was her drumming. And then we, and then I immediately was like, whoa, she looks mad cool. So then we talked after and it, it was just, you know, that was it. 
We were yeah. like, she was like, oh, you know, I do African drumming and I do, all, and I'm into hip hop. And I was like, this is perfect. Let's start a band. <laughs> and, and, so be, yes. and so we did. But the joke about our band is for nine months, we didn't actually do play any together. music. We didn't play anything. We just, we just sat around and talked about how great our band was. <laughs> <laughs> our band's so cool, man. Yeah, well, you yeah. have to work on the chemistry first. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You get the direction of what you guys yeah. want to do. You know to know each other and but yeah. it's good because we built that solid foundation. So we were going to see people that we love, like you know, we, we always see like you know Lauren Hill, Anderson Park. We're like we're just kind of seeking out our vibe because we both have had really diverse backgrounds. Like he's even toured Canada for years playing banjo, you know, toured cool, the, like, cool. Europe and fronting rock bands. You know, I've done like a Radiohead kind of classical indie band, folk music, classical degree. So we were just like what happens when we come together which is what that mixtape project was is us taking action but before we even took action we were just like okay so who are we how does this fit together what do we stand for what do we like what we don't like so we just kind of like laid that foundation first and then he already had a big band going it was called like um last soul band like a seven eight piece so i started playing with him um and then we just kind of Slowly kicked everyone else kicked out. everyone out. <laughs> <laughs> the two of us. It's out. We're gone. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> then, Easier uh, to make a decision that way with the band. It's just like two people. Yeah. yeah. That's, so we just move forward from there. <laughs> that's so awesome. Yeah. That's the story. That's, that's it. it. Yeah, I love that's it. I love it. And um, it's cool. Like listening to the music too. Like, it's almost like I couldn't figure out like what genre to put it in like it's dancey or whatever but you hear different influences from all over the place and yeah yeah, it's something Mm -hmm. special you guys throw together well it's the same thing i was saying before it's like you just got to be yourself like i find like like i've never been good at just being like oh this is hot i'm gonna do that it's like you're saying about interviewing people before right Mm -hmm. you you kind of have to do the things that you have an emotional connection to yeah yeah and so so I, even when I was a kid, like I was like the little black kid with the, like the Megadeth and Metallica records, yeah, and yeah, Guns and Roses, and <laughs> like I never really saw. I just went wherever I was interested, and so the music. When you go to make music now, you're drawing from this wide palette of music. Like Mike Schlosser, our producer, who the stu- our studio's right around the corner from here. He's um, the thing that made me go, oh, I'm just gonna work with this one guy was that he was. Like, he could do that. He could play. He could everything. The the palette that I was working with, that we were working with, he either already knew it, or if you sent it to him, he was really good at absorbing it and learning it and, and, and expanding it. And he was curious and interested in it. And so, you know, most people just pick one thing and stick to it, right? And mm-hmm. that's just not... That's just never been... Yeah, stuff. it seems like both of you just when you get an interest you want to explore it like yeah. artistically which yeah, is course. really awesome yeah i relate to that i do like way too many things but uh yeah, it's yeah, cool yeah. too like uh, you see you know yeah. that's that artistic curious curiosity driven adventurer kind mm-hmm. of personality and you know a lot of times i wish i could stick to just one thing but yeah. you know what but that's also like that's, what makes it unique too, because you're yeah. getting influences pulling yeah. from all over the place. Where yeah. like maybe if somebody was just like, I just only want to play classical piano, they just right. have that specific style, and they're not making something new out of it. Or the the most powerful thing we own in this whole world is who we are, because mm-hmm. pretty much everything else, somebody else can do it better. 
mm-hmm. right? The thing that you have the market cornered on is being yourself. So we try to do things that are uniquely us because, you know, it doesn't even make sense. Even for people we like, it doesn't make sense for us to copy them because you can get it somewhere else better. Yeah, that's the truth, too. See, somebody recently asked me uh, for advice, like, to start a podcast. And I basically told them, uh, make the show that you want to hear, but that you haven't heard pretty much. And just like, yeah, like you're saying, just whatever comes from you and that can apply to any type of art form whether you're like a painter or a musician or a comedian or whatever it's like for life yeah that's yeah, the I feel just for life like mm-hmm. we you know a lot of us are living lives that somebody told us to live and yeah yeah, yeah. and so you know i think the more we can make it unique to us authentic to us the more fulfilled we're gonna be yeah for sure i feel personally like art kind of push me away from living somebody else's life do you guys have like an experience like that like do you come from like a strict background or anything like whether it's like religion or just somebody telling you like oh this is the way it should be and like Uh, kind of fall into like a certain way of thinking or my so i'm from a super super tiny conservative like 1000 person town in northern michigan um so my environment was very like most people like barely finish high school usually don't leave the town ever get Mm -hmm. pregnant really early there's a lot of like opioid addictions and a lot of like racism and conservatism it's like 75 percent trump uh my county so i was i grew up in that now my parents were always very liberal and open-minded and very encouraging so that was a beautiful thing is i've always had their support from day one i've been they are the ones that like you know were taking me to three different music lessons a week in high school you know so they were always very supportive of my path which i really think empowered me to just go for it and i did like in my undergrad i did a percussion degree and like a world religion degree two like degrees where most people are like what are you gonna do with that my parents never asked me that question they're like oh you love that great how can we support you to do that so but but what also propelled me forward beyond having that support was to see the environment around me and i was just like because i feel like you can have two reactions you either just go with it like most people do in that environment and they're just like this is just how it is and most people don't leave so they have all these conservative they're literally they're educated by like fox news mm-hmm. so yeah, they yeah. have and they fear the other whether it's queer people muslim people black people what have you it's because they don't encounter difference really and they don't seek to and they never leave so yeah, they're yeah. just it's misinformed they so i saw that and i like from a very young age was like obnoxiously rebellious like just even like i was such a punk kid in high school i went to yeah, all the yeah. punk and metal shows nice nice stabbed holes in my face colored my hair but <laughs> but always on a socio-political level it was like i mean i came i'm almost 29 so my high school was when george w was elected the second time so there was a big movement like against me and anti-flag and all these bands were really big mm, so yeah, i was yeah. really into that and so there was this little niche of people still in my area that were like okay i see all this fuck all of this and so i feel like you that's kind of what shaped me so i've never lived a straight and narrow path like ever i've always rebelled against them like no 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 no, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah that's awesome yeah fucking punk and metal yeah Gotta yeah do it. <laughs> yeah and, yeah it's cool listening to your project and then hearing this too it's like yeah, yeah, right. well, it's like, great. yeah. Too, yeah, yeah, no, it's fantastic. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, I I just feel like like my whole life is off the, is built off of contradictions, right? Like I was born in the Caribbean, but then with a super British schoolboy education, but then I came here when I was 13 and then it's like you're an immigrant, so you like you're it's kind of like you're you're I was I literally went from 
I went to sleep in the jungle in southern Trinidad, and then five days later, I was in the middle of the winter in northwestern Ontario. Whoa, like whoa, whoa. In the, in the boonies with, you know, yeah. wolves in the bush and bears at the dump kind of thing. Holy and, fuck. And then, so, from almost immediately, there was always these these dichotomies between, like, when I was a kid, everyone around me had was either East Indian or African descent. But when we went to school, all we read about was the Queen and Odysseus. And we had this very Europe Eurocentric education. That's so interesting. Right. Yeah. So it's like a contradiction. There's this friction. Yeah, yeah. Then I come to Canada and it's like, I'm this kid from the jungle, but now I'm in Canada. And it's like, I don't fit in. I feel like a weirdo. And then, you know, and then when you, so, and then we started doing music and stuff. And I started using music and art and books to kind of figure out you know where do i fit in yeah kind of find who you are and right because it's like there's everything that i'm seeing is so like different from where i am and everything people are saying well you should do this you you're black so you should act like this but i'm not from the city and i'm not a gangster so how what do you so what do i actually do and so that was important in my development because you realize I realized that I couldn't count on society to give me a path. Mm. I had to make my own. And and my my pieces, my tools were music, voice, guitar, bass, theater, writing, poetry. And so I just created my own world out of that. And and just in a really like it's funny when I look back, I was like, wow, that was pretty brave and inspired. That's beautiful, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, I I at the time I was just it was a coping mechanism. It yeah, was survival, yeah. right? And so so I just came to be just a really weird kid. I was a jock that was good in school, and then but I had crazy behavior issues. I get suspended all the time. And then I would hang with the with the music geeks, and then I would hang. I would just cover all the spectrum because I didn't really fit in anywhere. So mm. for me, it was about learning about everything so I could create my thing, and and that's kind of so. When you talk about like we have this, you know, pushing against sort of whatever society is asking you to do is yeah. like, yeah. I mean, that to me is just pretty much like there's nowhere I've ever been where I felt like oh this is the place where everything everyone does it makes me feel comfortable it mm -hmm. makes me feel like i belong it's always been you're weird and you don't fit in how are you gonna deal with it yeah yeah and and that's a big part of house orpheus i mean yeah. one of the things that i got good at was you know trying to bring the weirdos together it's like the yeah. x-men you know and you like yeah, shine it, with your powers and yeah it's yeah. like excalibur the x-men yeah. so it's like yeah and house orpheus is that right it's all these young like immigrant kids or uh, with listening to this music that's not on the radio that's kind of like niche and, and cultural but still it's a big thing in in that world and and they're all creative and they're all artists and dancers and poets and mcs and and singers and podcasters and crazy yogis and i love this so much and that's all us and that you know that's what i was saying with the goat thing the goats are always aren't scared to be themselves so mm. that's the house orpheus reasoning but the whole the whole the reason why that was always interesting to me and why i kind of got developed that skill of bringing people together is because i i had to because there was no place where literally no place since i ever been born where i felt 
like the norms were something that made me feel comfortable. Yeah. Wow. Mm. That's awesome. And it's cool how I keep hearing you connect uh, with the goats and everything too. Because like, just like by looking at the album cover, I'm like, oh yeah, like everybody says the goat now. I'm like, oh, this is just fun. It's like a goat, and like I think it had like a bottle of rum or something. Yeah, Hennessy or something. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. But there's so many fucking layers to this. You know. By the way, I'm gonna get a goat life tattoo. Their name is Jiggy Goat. Jiggy Goat. Okay. Okay. Oh, and uh, yeah, you got Jiggy as fuck on your uh, thing. Oh, yeah. It's as a flower, man. As a flower. Jiggy AF. Flower. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, it's like, it's like, there's a song, um, there's a song off Bacchanal, which is the second mixtape, which is the very Trinidadian one. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And so Jiggy AF, um, just about the style, which again is about just expressing yourself and being, I like Trinidad John with the fresh shit on. Grandmama closet got her best shit on. Got a wig so jig you could rest shit on. <laughs> got some rings and some things. God bless the Don. Is that is that gay or the way God made me? That ain't gay. That's straight black lady. I'm this way because a gang of them raised me. Cray cray, Alize milk gravy. Mm, bars. <laughs> 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 Speaking of things people be saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's been happening a lot to me lately, though, saying things at the same time. But, like, uh, weird ones, too. Uh, oh, yeah, so, like, I was fucking working, people just talking about sports, and I'm like, I like my sports, but, like, I'm not too heavy into it. And me and another nerdy guy, we looked at each other, and at the same time, we never said this to each other before, we said, sports ball! <laughs> and we're like... <laughs> And then we both stopped, like, oh, like, what the fuck was that? Where is that from? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that from a movie or something? No, I just hear people sometimes sarcastically saying it. I uh, don't say it ever. And yeah. for some reason, I was compelled just to say that. And he said it at the uh, same time. We looked at each so other good. like we, we saw a ghost. And now this is freaking me out now, too. Yeah, I'm a, I'm oh, yeah. A, yeah. That was great. Yeah, yeah. bars. Coordinated. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's sick. So um, you spend, like, just a ton of time, like, just writing bars? Or like, uh, no, I don't really you go get the music first and I then don't really associate with or see myself with the whole MC thing, okay? Like okay, whatever. Yeah. Like, I have those skills and I use those things, but like, I feel like it's really limiting. I mean, here's the thing <clears throat> if you're a black guy in music and you rap, like, what's more cliche, right? Like, I just grew up where everybody, like, I used to live in New York City. Everybody could play basketball and everybody could rap. And so it was kind of like, eh. And my background is is in singing, you know, like, proper singing, soul singing, like, like, <clears throat> it, like, you know, I did that for a long time before I really was, like, you know, I rapped. I always rap because it's, like, it's fun and it's it's powerful, but... I don't really spend a lot of time like thinking of it like that. To me, it's it's about music and it's about you know how it fits with the music and it's a more compositional kind of cool, thing. Cool, so, cool. Yeah, yeah, know. yeah. You guys seem like pretty calculated with everything. Did you bring that to like the live show too? Like just the the live the show is just bacchanal. It's crazy. It's nice. Really, nice. There's not any structure at all. Well, it's funny <laughs> cool. We always, yeah. we always make a set list, but like I don't think I've ever played a show with him. 
that we've actually followed the set list ever, <laughs> ever, <laughs> ever. So he just goes, you know, but you just kind of go with the energy and the flow too. You know what I mean? Like yeah. sometimes you can think a certain song order will work and that's just not what the vibe is right now. So maybe you thought you were going to slow it down. It doesn't feel right. Or, you know, you just got to kind of flow yeah, with it. Yeah. So it's always like, you know, make a sketch, make a plan. You know, we make sure we know how to play all those songs. But then when you're in the moment, sometimes things change. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's like chaos within a framework. Yeah. Right? Which is the best kind. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> wicked. Yeah, I, I gotta see you guys live too. Even like, it's just, crazy as yeah. hell. Like we're just extra as fuck people. Good. Then, like, there's, a, there's a third person missing. We have this amazing girl, uh, Chanel Matisse. Shout so out she, to Chanel. Yeah, Chanel yeah. is amazing. So she, she lives uh, in Kitchener. She's so in Kitchener, so she didn't come through tonight. But so she is a singer and dancer, equally outstanding at both. Things. She's extra. I love Chanel because every stage I've ever been on, people tell me I usually find myself dialing back charisma so i don't like so you know you can blend in with the people you are yeah yeah chanel is so extra yeah it's like you just gotta you're all extra oh yeah we're just feeding into each other just become this outrageous just yeah that's amazing spectacle really that's nice i'm trying to imagine what the show would be and like from hearing like your your punk energy like i'm thinking of a booty shaking mosh pit like just like take this one well like to give you a sense uh, so we did um so we played law on the house friday that's that was the goat life launch party is like 150 ish people came out to the ting and um we started our set i was wearing like you seen the movie eyes wide shut yeah yeah they have like the crazy like um they got like the masks and stuff yeah the masks and the robes and the ceremony and stuff so i came out wearing a a a train a floor length blood red fire engine red i would say (laughs) cloak with a hood with a hood and a rope, a black rope that tied it, and a train. Like, it was like a red Whoa. flowing river of, of drapery. <laughs> That's and, incredible. And 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 when I took it off, I was wearing gold booty shorts. <laughs> and a red mesh shirt. Tank top, like a little and a red, red mesh tank top. So. But I had to keep up with this shit. Yeah, so yeah. I had to. I was wearing, like, red fishnets, like, tiny little black short, black and white striped shorts. Like a lace shirt, and then I had a giant white fur coat the whole time for most of it. It's like, yeah, and that's where it up. starts, and then and then the rest is just whatever happens happens. Right? Yeah, it's like I I mean I came up like playing my formative my best bands when I was when I was younger was like punk rock bands like hard rock bands. So it's like built off of like like you know like like a Otis Redding soul singer kind of thing in a punk band. That was kind of like what the flavor was back Wicked, then. wicked. And so it's it's about ecstasy. It's about like energy. It's about like absolute breaking down of all the boundaries. Or as they say in Trinidad during Carnival, Bacchanal. <laughs> Bacchanal? Bacchanal. Bacchanal. Yeah, Bacchanal. You gotta say, you have to say, like, <laughs> like you mean... Bacchanal. Bacchanal. Like when the party is like, so Bacchanal, Bacchus, the Greek god of wine and song. So when the party is just on the verge of being a great party, and then it just tilts that one extra step into madness, Bacchanal. 
oh shit, I'm gonna get that written yeah. right beside my goat yeah. life tattoo. Say, that. <laughs> Say that to any Trinidadian, they'll be they'll know they'll know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's hype as fuck. Also the name of our second the second mixtape. Yeah, it's oh, nice, nice. Mm-hmm. So listen, you're hearing this. Are you yeah. Do you want to see them as bad as me, I like do. live? Like, like, <laughs> like yeah. oh my God, how do, when do can when can we see the next Madness. show? Madness, we um, so we yeah, are doing a couple things. We're doing a bunch of things. We're doing Ozfest, where yeah. they shut down Ossington and Dundas outside. Yes. We're gonna be there um, on August first for Carabana. We are doing a really cool show really, at Lula really Lounge, cool. where it's like some old school Trini dudes rocking some old school Trini calypso. And then we come on after and do kind of the updated Caribbean vibes. Yeah. But the funnest part for me is I get to sing a song with them, like an old Calypso with them. Oh, that's so dope. I'm so like, cool. all so the songs fun. I grew up when I was a kid listening to, I'm like, oh, which one can I pick? It's so oh, it's fun, like, fun, yeah. So it's really fun. So it's a great place to hear like old school Caribbean music. And then what we're doing, which is like very Caribbean infused new school music. Yeah, so. it's like an intergenerational thing. And the link yeah. for that show was cool. It was um, so I was why I moved to Toronto is that I went to U of T to do my master's in this rando field called ethnomusicology. It's like anthropology and music kind of mashed ah, up cool, together. Cool. So one of the guys, one of my best friends from that degree, was doing his PhD in the same subject. So he's got this calypso band. So he proposed the idea. It's like this intergenerational kind of like trini thing and they don't and so it's the wednesday night of caravana so right at the beginning august 1st and they don't really there's not really a lot of events that pay like do you have to give space to the older stuff the clips of stuff so it's like we're we're like really trying to make this a a regular thing too that's actually happening during caravana and putting that in there like creating space for this type of genre and music and era and then we're also putting like yeah a little bit of a modern day twist on it in our own weird way so it's gonna be beautiful. Gonna be dog. And Lula Lounge is truly one of my favorite venues. It's great, great yeah, sound, Lounge great atmosphere, yeah. just wonderful, wonderful place. Yeah. So that's two things you can see us at, and we got like we got so much stuff coming up. We're gonna, yeah. we've got a couple videos, yep. couple surprise things. We're gonna do in August. We're working on a really special end of summer show that's gonna be like fire. Crazy it's gonna fire. be on a boat. Yeah. Oh shit! Boat End life. Of summer boat life. <laughs> yeah. Best of all time. Yeah, it's boat life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should bring a goat. On we the boat. gotta have yeah. goats on a boat. Clearly. At least Clearly. Cur- in curry form. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so is the boat thing like uh, a cruise or a like, festival or like I know. goat death? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is like turning into a <laughs> black metal <laughs> band. Goat like, death. Yeah. Like okay, fuck this like Pan African hip hop thing. Let's just do Let's black metal. You get, you guys should like just switch it up. Like uh, there's an artist I like. His name's Devin Townsend. He used to be in uh, the heavy metal scene. He was in this band called Strapping Young Lad. Oh, yeah. Super heavy, super angry, and then like kind of like you guys, he's just what he listens to and loves is like all over the place. Mm-hmm. So then he started doing things under his own name and people almost can't figure it out. Like every album's a different genre Amazing. and it's fucking excellent. Like he's got like a, he made like a pop album and then like some weird, like sounds like meditation music in the mm-hmm. forest, but he's playing beautiful acoustic mm-hmm. and just singing like just so nicely. And then the next one after it was, even heavier than his heavy metal band and just complete <laughs> anger and just uncomfortable like hate and it's yeah. like yeah so 
I think you guys have the power to do something like that. Switch oh, it yeah, up or whatever. Sure. No question. <laughs> do like whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did back actually when we first started playing together. We did some cool covers. We did we did a Radiohead cover once in like the big with, when we still had the big band with like the horn section and the live well, bass. Yeah, we and had keys. tons of covers. We, we did. Like, we covers the gorilla songs. Too. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that was a great song. Oh, I yeah. miss that song. If it's love, it's electric. <laughs> yeah. It's got me going on in the streets, mm-hmm. night after night, just to get through the week. I haven't just heard like that, that song in so long. And then freaking most definitely, like, love electricity, break me down, I'll power on a motherboard. Yes. <laughs> Push up, ever go, ever glow, heavy glow. Yeah. I love uh, it, and uh, I love uh, like yeah, it's just beautiful. Bobby Womack's the one singing on that track, and I like when I was like a, a youth, youth. My dad had like left all his, well, he just left, but he left all his tapes. <laughs> he left all his tapes, and so we had like all the '70s shit that when you were a swaggy dude in the '70s, like my pops was. Yeah, yeah, that's what you'd listen to. And so I listen to Bobby Womack all the time. And then, yeah, so I love that Gorillaz thing. Oh, and sick, we sick. would do, yeah, we'd do radio. Like, yeah. I mean, I love Radiohead. I love so Radiohead that well. was like our thing. But, yeah. Yeah, I love yeah. your spirit. Like, just fucking sky's the limit, pretty much. Like, anything. Like, anything can happen, man. We'll eat anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a goat. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Stop sending me trash. So. <laughs> we'll eat anything, especially caviar. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. So August first, I think I'm going. Alyssa, are you going? Oh, yeah. You busy? You working? I'm putting uh, you on the spot. Yeah. Oh, it's, a yeah, yeah. it's a Wednesday yeah. night. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Wednesday night is the middle of the week, and the end of summer thing. You'll want to be there because it's just going to be everything we've described and the whole community and more of the music like the music's gonna be all of the musics we've talked about mm-hmm. and multiple a whole floors bunch of people. happening at once three different yeah. rooms of music yeah, simultaneously happening Pop, and, and it's all like it's all the african stuff all the caribbean stuff all the like latin and it's all, all the latin brazilian stuff it's like it's just gonna be like i'm excited because i get to be there yeah, but you should come too. Yes, I'm, I'm gonna be there. For some reason, I'm just getting so hyped, like from your energy. For this, I'm like, <laughs> I I'm at the edge of my fucking chair. Like, <laughs> but uh, yeah, thanks guys for coming in. I feel like I could make this like a Is three hour it? episode. We, we can yeah. keep going if you want. Oh, you want another beer? Yo. Like, How's your night looking? Like, yo, I'm good. Okay, oh, cool, we cool. Know, yeah. We got work to do, we don't do we? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> what we're gonna do is a part two sometime if you guys are down. Uh, yeah, yo, whenever, you guys, man. you guys this are welcome dope. anytime. You're and in like, my hood. I'm just up the block. Oh, right on, right on. Yeah, man, for real. Sick, yeah. Like, dig the vibes. Like, such a great talk. And yeah, thanks. We're definitely. Uh, Oh, I can just say this to people listening to this on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, anywhere else, just to let you know our home base, www.girthradio.com. It has a page for every one of these episodes. You're going to see pictures of them in the studio. You're going to see all the Goat Life links. This page is going to be so long. It's going to be like a big scroll of like all the things you do, videos, and yeah, check them out and go to the live show and say hello yeah, to all and, of us. And go to all the tings, man. We're on the, we're on the Insta ting. 
We're on the Twitter thing. Twitter. We're on <laughs> the face thing. All the thing them. Yeah, we yeah. We have it. The YouTube thing. We have it. Come, yeah. come. You can come visit us too, because like, not just through our performances, but we put on, like you mentioned, open mic night bah, once a month. Bah, so bah. open mic nights, I do Afro, uh, like Afro House, Afro Beats. Afro House. It's called like, Afro House. If you event. like to dance, come to Afro House you can find Fridays. Me DJing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, come. nice. At, it's on Insta. It's Afro at Afro House T O House H A U S. Um, but it's house, house the German yeah. way. Yeah. And you know, I was we. This is a great story. I was um. It's not a story. It's a thing. Yeah, yeah. So I sent this to Sarah last night because I we said House Orpheus like H A U S House Orpheus because I I lived in Kitchener for a while and um, Kitchener is of course founded by and surrounded by Mennonites. And there's a thing about how Mennonites build houses, right? Mennonites build houses like, say, Alyssa, you're a Mennonite. You just came up or you just got married. You're just starting out. You need a house, right? So the entire community will show up on a day and the kids will carry buckets. Like all the wives will cook a massive food. The guys will just hammer, hammer, hammer. And they'll build you a house in a day. And then we'll all have dinner together at the end of it. Wow. That's beautiful. House Orpheus, Afro House, Fridays. Art Square Gallery. Look nice, nice. Yeah. Is this open mic only music too, or is it spoken word no, and everything? Spoken word, no okay. classes, if, anything with words. Anything, anything with, words. with words. Comedy, you can even do a speech, like literally oh. anything. You with can words. literally just get up and talk shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got 12 spaces, so if you ha- get one and you want to talk shit, I want to say something. You get, you get five minutes. Uh, <laughs> my name is Sirianni, and yeah. I got some shit to say. Yeah, I got yeah. a podcast. <laughs> well, I, I, I used to do a bit of comedy a couple of years ago and just yeah. the sparks have been inspired again and i've just uh been r- i've been writing a little bit in a notebook and i'm like i should throw this somewhere instead of just it's keep it in my house place for that when yeah. the comedians come out to a thing uh, like we had two speaker truths ago we had a dude named guled abdi like like he's like six 100 in height like he's really tall mm-hmm. and and he yeah and like comedians that come out like love it because the thing about speak your truth is everyone in there is some sort of artist even the people that aren't going up yeah and yeah so they're so accepting and so encouraging and they just want you to do well so if you're gonna ever have a place to try out mm-hmm. new material yeah yeah it's a good bombing environment yeah, yeah. No, there's, no bombing. There's, no there's no bombing yeah, yeah. yeah. No bombing. like you gotta work hard to bomb like, yeah you gotta, you gotta really, try it you gotta plan and and bomb like you gotta insult everyone's mother there personally like you gotta do research to yeah bomb. this sounds like some like utopia you guys are building and hopefully it uh, is yeah, it's yeah. a little one but it is yeah yeah totally yeah growing. I uh, need to check this yeah. out. I house. have to, have to, have to, have to. The house. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, anything you guys want to say before we That's sign it. off? We want another out. beer? Yo, no, I'm good, man. You're good, you're good. good. All right, cool. Yeah, thank you. Where Much you? love. Big up. Girth Radio. We call that dance. We call that tick. Let me see she rap. Let me see it again. We call that dance. We call that tick. Let me see she rap. Let me see it again. First one that I reached 
Let me see if that gives. 